Welcome to the Cup of Joe Wrestling Show. Cup of Joe Wrestling Show? With Joey Harris. A podcast for the wrestling fan on the go. So take your favorite beverage of choice and join Joey as he takes a look at some of the biggest shows on the WWE Network. From the new makeshift studios in the shadow of South Central Virginia, this is the Cup of Joe Wrestling Show. I am your host, Joey Harris. Follow the show on Twitter at Cup of Joe Pod. Email the show at Cup of Joe Wrestling Show at gmail.com. And folks, we are back. I hope you all enjoyed the second annual annual last week, but we are back as today we take a look at Saturday night's main event from October 1987. This was Saturday night's main event number 12, broadcast on NBC on October the 3rd, 1987. It was recorded September the 23rd, 1987 from the Hershey Park Arena in Hershey, Pennsylvania. There were 9,000 in attendance and the show did a 9.7 rating on NBC. The Honky Tonk Man is with Jimmy Hart and says two things are going to happen tonight when he defends his title against the Macho Man. He says he's going to shake, rattle, and roll the Macho Man leaving him curled up in the ring like a pretzel, and he's going to steal Miss Elizabeth from Randy Savage. He knows she likes the honky-tonk man. She wants to be with him. She likes the way he walks and the way he talks. She likes a winner. Randy Savage is with Elizabeth and says, Freak out, freak out. The dime store Elvis impersonator has uttered his last insults ever about the Macho Man and Elizabeth. Macho Madness is ready tonight more than any time before. Honky-tonk man, you have a big mouth. The Macho Man Randy Savage in front of Saturday night's main event and millions of people all around the world is going to shut it for you. Bobby Heenan and King Kong Bundy say Paul Orndorff was nothing before Heenan managed him and groomed him. Bundy says you even gave him his name, Mr. Wonderful. Heenan says that's right. Mr. Blunderful got his name from Bobby Heenan and tonight he's going to get a lot more from one of the biggest members of the Bobby Heenan family, King Kong Bundy. Mr. Fuji is with Sika and he says that he's the wild Samoan. Of all his men, Sika is a savage and will eat anything. Sika appears to be eating a live chicken. Don't tell Peter or the World Wildlife Fund. Fuji says tonight he will eat Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan says you can eat all the chicken necks you want, Sika, but you won't be able to take a bite out of these 24-inch pythons. Tonight, the hunter becomes the hunted as you cross the great territorial divide and enter his jungle. We then get our opening credits. Vince McMahon welcomes us to Saturday night's main event and brings on Bobby Heenan to be his co-host, and I couldn't find out why Jesse wasn't there. As Predator was already out and the running man was about to come out, they run down what we were going to see on the program. There will be three title matches on the program. McMahon says Heenan doesn't manage any of the title holders, and Heenan gets angry with McMahon. He says he has a big surprise for McMahon and the humanoids out there. He tells us all to get ready for it. Mean Gene Okerlund is with Jimmy Hart and the Honky Tonk Man, who is demanding to enter the ring first. Mean Gene asks Honky Tonk Man why. Honky Tonk Man says his fans have come here tonight to see a real entertainer, a real champion, not some cheap imitation. He's going to get out there as soon as he can so he can thank them all for their support of the greatest intercontinental champion of all time. Hart says he is not concerned 
because he's the only manager in the WWF managing world champions. Mean Gene says, Honky Tonk Man seems very cocky tonight. Honky Tonk Man says, that's cool, cocky, and bad. And don't forget, Honky Tonk Man is going to steal Randy Savage's woman because he knows she likes the way Honky Tonk Man walks. WWF Intercontinental Championship match. The Honky Tonk Man with Jimmy Hart versus Randy Savage with Miss Elizabeth. Honky Tonk Man and Jimmy Hart make their way to the ring. Mean Gene is with Randy Savage and Miss Elizabeth. Mean Gene says Savage has been living in a whirlwind of threats and conflict. Savage says he likes that. Mean Gene must be psychic. He's been in the danger zone. East of the Pacific, west of London, England, south of Mars, north of hell. I wonder if you can find that on Google Maps. He then brings out a Jimmy Hart doll and bites on its head. He's been listening to the glorious, soothing music of the real Elvis Presley, not that dime store imitation, and doesn't know the difference between a guitar string and a G-string. Mean Gene says, that's funny, and Savage says, no, that's not funny. Everybody is super serious in the danger zone. The Macho Madness is in the danger zone. They then leave as Savage says, the time is now, Mean Gene Okerlund. Macho Madness into the danger zone. Savage and Elizabeth get a great reaction when they come out. McMahon goes crazy over Elizabeth as usual. Heenan says Savage has been frustrated ever since he lost the Intercontinental title. McMahon said, actually, it's easy to get frustrated with Elizabeth around. What? You better be glad it is late at night, Vince. The bell rings and they lock up. Back and forth, up, rolling up against the ropes all around the ring. Referee Dave Hebner is trying to get between them to break it up. As he does, Honky Tonk Man hits Savage in the face with a cheap shot. Honky Tonk Man then kicks Savage down in the corner. Honky Tonk Man brings Savage out of the corner and hits him with an elbow to the back of the head. Honky Tonk Man with an Irish whip. He drops his head too early and Savage kicks him in the face. Savage grabs Honky Tonk Man and guillotines him on the top rope. Honky Tonk Man begging off and Savage choking him down on the mat. Hebner warning Savage to stop doing that. Savage runs Honky Tonk Man into a corner turnbuckle. Savage with a snap mare. He then drops a knee on Honky Tonk Man. Honky Tonk Man begging off again as Heenan says Elizabeth has a glazed look in her eyes. She looks at Honky Tonk Man and McMahon says you can't be serious. Savage kicks Honky Tonk Man. Savage pushes Honky Tonk Man into a corner. He hits Honky Tonk Man with some shots. Then a corner whip and a back elbow to Honky Tonk Man. Hart goes after Elizabeth on the outside. Savage comes out after Hart, allowing Honky Tonk Man to hit Savage from behind with a double axe handle, as Hepner tries to get both of them back into the ring. The crowd is booing. Honky Tonk Man throws Savage back into the ring. Honky Tonk Man hits Savage with some right and left hands. Honky Tonk Man with an Irish whip. Savage ducks the clothesline attempt and comes back with a running elbow to Honky Tonk Man. Savage with a series of right and left hands to Honky Tonk Man. Savage with a snap mare and goes for a fist drop. But Honky Tonk Man moves. Honky Tonk Man with a double axe handle to Savage. He drops a knee on Savage's back. He then shakes his hips for Elizabeth. Back and forth. Over by the ropes. Honky Tonk Man with a big right hand to Savage. Honky Tonk Man with a snap mare. Honky Tonk Man with a second rope fist drop like his cousin Jerry Lawler. I wonder if Carl Fergie does a fist drop. Welcome to the All in the Family portion of the show. Honky Tonk Man then goes to the outside and starts to go after Elizabeth telling her I know what you want. He shakes his hips for her as she backs away. He gets attacked by Savage with a double axe handle from behind. Savage with an elbow to Honky Tonk Man. Savage then goes back into the ring and climbs up top and hits Honky Tonk Man with a double axe handle. 
Savage then throws Honky Tonk Man to the outside. He runs Honky Tonk Man headfirst into a turnbuckle, then another turnbuckle, then a roll-up, but Honky Tonk Man is near the ropes and Jimmy Hart grabs his leg. Savage is livid and points at Hart. Savage with a belly-to-back suplex. Another cover, but they are still by the ropes. So Hart grabs Savage by the hair to break up the count. Savage with an elbow to the head of Honky Tonk Man. Savage then goes up top, and Hart again grabs his leg, and Savage kicks him away. Savage with a double axe handle off the top rope to Honky Tonk Man. Another two count, but again Hart grabs Honky Tonk Man's leg and puts it on the ropes. Jimmy is really earning his paycheck on this night. Savage goes after Hart and grabs him and brings him into the ring by his hair. He punches Hart, who falls out of the ring to the floor. Hart is out cold on the floor. Savage then throws Honky Tonk Man out to the apron. He then kicks Honky Tonk Man a couple of times. Savage with an Irish whip. Honky Tonk Man comes back with a sunset flip. Savage fighting going over in the move with his arms waving. He punches Honky Tonk Man in the head. Honky Tonk Man bails to the outside and the crowd is cheering everything that Randy Savage does. Hart is still knocked out cold on the outside. Honky Tonk Man goes over and is trying to revive Hart as the Hart Foundation, Bret Hart and Jim Neidhart are shown coming down the aisle. They come over to where Jimmy Hart and Honky Tonk Man are on the outside. Savage comes over and grabs Honky Tonk Man up and snapmares him back into the ring. Savage then chokes Honky Tonk Man on the top rope for a three count. Savage then with a kick and choking Honky Tonk Man with his knee for another three count. The Hart Foundation is still trying to revive Hart on the outside. A couple of jabs from Savage knocks Honky Tonk Man to the outside. He comes over to the Hart Foundation who have Jimmy Hart up and are going to take him to the back. Honky Tonk Man follows them to the back as Savage gets on the top rope looking at them. When they come back from the commercial, break. Both Honky Tonk Man and the Hart Foundation are shown coming back towards the ring. Honky Tonk Man gets back in the ring. Savage hits Honky Tonk Man and runs him into another turnbuckle. Savage with a right hand jab to Honky Tonk Man as he has him in the side headlock. Savage with a snapmare. Savage then drops an elbow on Honky Tonk Man. Then back and forth in the center of the ring. Savage with some elbows to Honky Tonk Man in the corner. Savage with a corner whip, but Honky Tonk Man moves on the charge and Savage hits the corner turnbuckle hard. Honky Tonk Man with a kick. Honky Tonk Man with an Irish whip and a backdrop. He then shakes his hips for Elizabeth again. The crowd boos. Savage comes back with a double leg pickup. He lands on Honky Tonk Man and gets a one count. Honky Tonk Man drives Savage face first into the mat. Honky Tonk Man with a series of corner mounted punches. Then a kick and a snapmare to Savage. He misses a second roast fist drop this time when Savage moves. Savage with a couple of elbows to Honky Tonk Man. Savage with an Irish whip and a backdrop. Honky Tonk Man begging off. Savage with a kick. Another punch and an elbow by Savage. He then gets Honky Tonk Man down in a corner and pushes his knee into Honky Tonk Man. He then starts choking Honky Tonk Man as the referee tries to get him out of the corner. Savage breaking on a three count from the referee. Savage with an Irish whip and a back elbow. He gets a two count. Savage with a suplex. Another two count. Honky Tonk Man rakes the eyes. He then throws Savage on to the outside. The Heart Foundation attacks Savage on the outside. Honky Tonk Man distracts the referee while the Heart Foundation drops Savage throat first on the barricade. They then kick Savage several times and throw him back into the ring while Honky Tonk Man continues to distract the referee. Honky Tonk Man drops an elbow on Savage. He gets a two count. Honky Tonk Man gets Savage in a front face lock and goes for the shake, rattle, and roll. But Savage counters with a backdrop. He follows that up with a scoop slam. Savage then goes up top and hits the flying elbow drop. He gets a two count before Bret Hart comes in to break up the count 
and Honky Tonk Man gets disqualified. The Hart Foundation starting to beat Savage down as the bell rings. Nightheart throws the referee to the outside. The Hart Foundation holds Savage as Honky Tonk Man attacks him. Honky Tonk Man slapping Savage over and over. Honky Tonk Man goes out on the apron and grabs his guitar. He winds up as Elizabeth starts to look around frantically. Honky Tonk Man goes to hit Savage, but Liz jumps in front of Savage and Honky Tonk Man hesitates. He tells her to get out of the way. She begs him not to hit Savage. Honky Tonk Man finally shoves Liz out of the way and the strap breaks on her dress. She has to hold it up. Honky Tonk Man taunting Liz as she slides back towards the corner of the ring. He tells her to get out and she does and runs to the back. Honky Tonk Man then picks the guitar back up and he taunts Savage as the Heart Foundation continue to hold him. He then blasts Savage over the head with the guitar and Savage collapses to the mat. The crowd boos. All three then start kicking Savage. Honky Tonk Man shaking his hips in front of Savage. As all of a sudden, the crowd goes wild and start to cheer as we see that Elizabeth has come back out and has brought Hulk Hogan back out with her. Hogan looking around like he doesn't know why he is out there until he looks towards the ring. He runs through the ring and the heels attack him as soon as he gets in. They triple team Hogan and the crowd is losing their minds. Hogan fighting the heels off with his right hands as Savage has slowly made it back to his feet. Hogan and Savage run the heels out of the ring to the roar of the crowd. As Bret Hart is thrown out and Hogan and Savage are the only ones in the ring, they back into each other and are face to face in the ring for the first time. They both put their fists up at first and look at each other warily. Liz is shaking her head no. Savage extends his hand in gratitude. Hogan still has his fist up, but looks at the crowd as if asking them should he trust Savage. They finally shake hands in the middle of the ring as the crowd cheers them on. Hogan then comes over and gets Elizabeth and then goes back to the center of the ring and raises both Savage's and Elizabeth's hands as the crowd cheers all three. They then go to all four sides of the ring and raise their hands as Bobby Heenan and Vince McMahon show a replay of Liz getting shoved by the Honky Tonk Man and Honky Tonk Man hitting Savage with the guitar. Savage and Hogan then shake hands again. When they come back from the commercial break, Sika is in the ring for his match. They then show an interview that Mean Gene conducted with Sika and Mr. Fuji earlier. Gene asks Fuji what he thinks about what they have just seen, and Fuji says he loves it. He says he's so happy because Hulk Hogan is tired. Mean Gene asks if Sika is ready for the heavyweight champion of the world. Fuji says yes. Sika is a savage, and Mr. Fuji trains him four hours a day in his torture chamber. He gives him raw crab, raw fish, and he loves chicken. They show Sika eating the chicken again. Fuji says imagine the chicken, and he bites, and he bites. He'll bite the head until the brain will be dripping out slowly and the eyes will fall out and Mean Gene looks disgusted. Fuji says he loves it. Gene says that's enough. They then show Sika in the ring with Mr. Fuji and Kim Chi. Mean Gene talks to Hulk Hogan. Gene asks him about the Macho Man. Hogan says everybody knows that Hulkamania is the strongest force in the universe. But when the madness and the mania got together, it was unbelievable. And now that he's climbing into the jungle. He needs to stay hungry, and that's what it's all about in the jungle. Gene asks him if his head is ready for Sika. He says he knows all about the wild Samoan, how he survives, how he lives, and in the jungle it's survival of the fittest. The bigger animals gobble up the little ones, and right now, Sika, now that we're both kings of this jungle so far, he's hungrier than you are, man. He's ready to take Sika, Kimchi, and Mr. Fuji the whole tribe and tear them apart. Mean Gene asks him about Mr. Fuji 
who's going to be in Sika's corner. Hogan says it's his jungle, though, Mean Gene. They cross the great territorial divide. All his natives, all his Hulkamaniacs are surrounding the jungle zone. WWF Heavyweight Championship match. Hulk Hogan versus Sika with Mr. Fuji and Kim Chi. Hogan comes out to a big reaction from the fans, and Heenan says that Hogan is tired and out of gas. He went over the hill one too many times. This man is going to lose the championship of the world tonight. McMahon disagrees and says Hogan must be sky high with what he saw him do with the Macho Man. Hogan gets into the ring and does his shirt-tearing routine. McMahon says that Honky Tonk Man and the Hart Foundation must have done some damage, but can you imagine the momentum Hulk Hogan has coming into this title defense? Hogan threatens to hit Sika in company with his title belt. The bell rings and they lock up, drive back to the ropes and into a corner. Referee Jack Kruger gets between them to break it up, and Sika hits Hogan with a cheap shot when he does. Sika with forearms and stomps to Hogan. He kicks Hogan down and starts stomping on him. Kruger gets Sika away, and as he does, Mr. Fuji chokes Hogan with his cane. Sika comes over to Hogan. He knocks him back down with a shot. He then kicks and stomps Hogan on the mat. Kruger again gets Sika away from Hogan, and Fuji takes the opportunity to hit Hogan in the throat with his cane. Hogan falls back to the middle of the ring. Sika goes for a falling headbutt, but Hogan moves out of the way. Hogan starts hulking up to the delight of the crowd. Hogan with his right hands to Sika. Hogan then clotheslines Sika to the outside of the ring. Sika gets back in the ring and rushes Hogan, who drops down to avoid the charge. He then hits Sika with the big boot. Hogan drops an elbow, another elbow. Hogan picks Sika up and hits him with several right fists. He winds up and hits Sika with another big right hand and Sika is knocked up against the ropes. Kim Chi gets up on the apron and Hogan comes over and knocks him off the apron. Hogan turns around and Sika hits him with the throat thrust to knock Hogan up and over the ropes to the outside. Sika comes out after Hogan. He hits him with several right hands. Kruger counting both men. Sika goes to run Hogan into the corner post, but Hogan pushes off and runs Sika into the post instead. Fuji hits Hogan from behind with his cane and Hogan turning around. Fuji goes to swing the cane again and Hogan grabs it. Hogan gets the cane, kicks Fuji in the stomach, and goes to hit Fuji but another referee grabs the cane before he can do it. Hogan pushes the referee away, takes the cane inside the ring. He tells the Hills to get in the ring as both referees come in and beg him to put the cane down. One of the refs gets the cane away from Hogan as Sika gets back in the ring. Sika rushes Hogan, who moves out of the way and runs Sika headfirst into the corner post. Hogan then goes for a big splash, but Sika gets his knees up. Sika with a falling headbutt to Hogan. Sika then starts choking Hogan for a three count. Hogan struggling to get away as Sika rakes his back. Sika with a headshot to Hogan's throat. Sika with a headbutt. He then stomps Hogan. He, get, he goes back to choking Hogan for a four count. Fuji then chokes Hogan with his cane when the referee admonishes Sika. Sika with a double throat thrust to Hogan. He gets a two and a half count. Sika with a nerve hold on Hogan. Heenan says that was a lousy count just like at WrestleMania 3, but he doesn't want to go into that. Hogan shaking from the nerve hold. A minor Hulk chant goes out as the referee checks on Hogan's arm. It doesn't go down a third time, though. Hogan starting to Hulk up. He hits Sika with some right hands. He hits Sika with a shoulder block. Sika with a shot and a headbutt. Then another headbutt. Then a third headbutt. He gets another two count. Hogan hulking up. A series of right hands and a scoop slam. Leg drop and pin. The crowd goes crazy as both Mr. Fuji and Kim Chi get up on the apron. Hogan knocks Fuji off of the apron. 
Hogan drags Kim Chi into the ring. Hogan then with an atomic drop to Kim Chi to knock him to the outside. Hogan must pose. Mean Gene interviews Mr. Wonderful Paul Orndorff and Oliver Humperdinck. Gene asks Orndorff why he has publicly declared war on Bobby Heenan and his entire family. Orndorff says that Heenan got up on national TV and tried to get Paul Orndorff to take a second seat to someone else in the Heenan family. Orndorff says he takes a second seat to no one, so he fired Heenan. Not once, but twice. Humperdinck says that's right, Mr. Wonderful was tired of lying for that no-good weasel and tired of lying to the fans too. Orndorff says he's tired of lying to himself. Everybody out there knows the way that Bobby Heenan manipulates people. He's the type of man that would sell his own mother's soul. Mean Gene says you seem obsessed by Bobby Heenan. But remember tonight, it's King Kong Bundy and not Bobby Heenan in the ring. Orndorff says he's going to make that fat lady sing the blues when it's over. Vince McMahon asks Bobby Heenan what's the surprise that he promised us earlier in the evening. Heenan says it's simply none of your business. He says he's not going to tell us or the humanoids. Mean Gene interviews King Kong Bundy. Gene says Heenan has opted to stay in the broadcast booth and not join King Kong Bundy at ringside, and Gene says that Heenan is a very foolish man in his opinion for doing so. Bundy says, first of all, who cares about your opinion? He says Heenan is not a foolish man. He has a lot of confidence in his ability and a lot of confidence in King Kong Bundy's ability. Mean Gene says it can get tough in that ring when you go it alone and that the Heenan family is not infallible. Bundy says everybody knows that the Heenan family, when something is going badly, they stick together and don't forget, it's a big family. A very big family. Now it's time for him to go to the ring, little man, and for you to shut up. Paul Orndorff with Oliver Humperdinck versus King Kong Bundy. Bundy comes to the ring alone and Vince McMahon tells Bobby Heenan that he's making a mistake by staying in the broadcast booth. Heenan says it's none of his business. The bell rings and Orndorff attacks Bundy immediately. He runs him headfirst into the turnbuckle. Orndorff with an Irish whip, but misses a dropkick when Bundy holds onto the ropes. Bundy attacking Orndorff. They trade shots in the corner, and Bundy choking Orndorff on the second rope for a three count. Bundy knocks Orndorff to the canvas and puts his knee on the Orndorff's back. Bundy with an Irish whip, and Orndorff comes back with a sunset flip attempt. He finally gets Bundy over for a two count. Bundy with an elbow and an Irish whip and a back elbow to Orndorff. Back and forth in the center of the ring, Bundy rakes the eyes and scoop slams Orndorff. He goes to drop an elbow on him, but Orndorff moves. Orndorff with an eye rake. McMahon says that Bobby Heenan is looking worried, and Heenan tells him to shut up, and they start arguing as Orndorff unloads on Bundy. Orndorff runs Bundy's face along the top rope. He then hits him with an elbow from the second rope. Bundy falls down, and Orndorff hits a fist drop on Bundy. He gets a two count, and Heenan is shown standing up and looking worried at in the broadcast booth. He then leaves the broadcast booth as Orndorff is stomping Bundy on the mat. Orndorff with a splash for a two count. Suddenly, Andre the Giant is shown coming to the ring. Orndorff hits Bundy with a knee lift as Heenan comes back to the broadcast booth. Heenan asks McMahon, how's that for a surprise? Orndorff with an Irish whip and a drop kick. Bundy goes out and confers with Andre. When they come back from the commercial break, both men are back in the ring and circling each other. They lock up, drive back to a corner. Bundy misses a forearm shot when Orndorff moves. Orndorff comes back with some right hands. Bundy comes back with a knee to, and a forearm. Bundy then runs Orndorff into a turnbuckle. Bundy with a snap mare. Bundy drops a knee. He gets a two count. Bundy picks Orndorff up 
and hits him with a forearm. Bundy with an Irish whip drops his head too early and Orndorff hits him with a boot to the face. Orndorff kicks Bundy in the stomach, then a series of left and rights to Bundy. He knocks Bundy down and drops an elbow on Bundy, then another elbow. He takes too long and Bundy moves when he tries to drop a third elbow. Bundy hip tosses Orndorff down to the mat. He drops a knee on Orndorff. He gets a two count. Bundy with a headlock on Orndorff. Orndorff trying to fight to get out as the crowd gets behind him by clapping. Orndorff slowly fading. His hand does not go down a third time though. Orndorff makes it back to his feet and elbows Bundy in the side and Bundy comes back with a forearm. Bundy with a corner whip, but Orndorff moves out of the way when Bundy goes for the avalanche. Orndorff coming back with a series of right hands. Orndorff runs Bundy into the corner turnbuckle. Bundy reverses a corner whip. Andre reaches up and grabs Orndorff's tights, and Bundy hits the avalanche on Orndorff. Bundy then pins Orndorff. The crowd boos the decision. Humperdinck comes in and argues with the referee. They then show a replay of the finish. Mean Gene interviews the Hart Foundation. Gene says their sneak attack during the Intercontinental title match was repugnant. He then says that event will live in infamy like Pearl Harbor. Bret Hart says, are you nuts? That was totally justified. Their manager was attacked and knocked out. Jim Neidhart says that was their meal ticket, and now they have to go back out to the ring without him. Mean Gene says, let's talk about this match. They're going to be challenged by the young stallions, Jim Powers and Paul Roma. Neidhart laughs and says they're pretty boys. So young. So sweet. So innocent. Brett says just the type they like to punch and slap around. Neidhart then laughs maniacally. Gene calls them a menace to the sport that he loves, throws down the mic, and walks away in disgust. WWF Tag Team Championship Match. The Hart Foundation, Bret Hart and Jim Neidhart versus the Young Stallions, Paul Roma and Jim Powers. The Hart Foundation get booed heavily as they come to the ring without Jimmy Hart. The bell rings and Neidhart and Roma start. They circle each other and lock up. Neidhart pushes off. Another lock up and Neidhart pushes off again. Neidhart rushes Roma in the corner, but Roma moves. Roma with an arm drag, into an arm bar, and then into a wrist lock, and Powers tagged in. He hits Neidhart on the arm with a double axe handle. Powers with a wrist lock. Neidhart comes back with a scoop slam. Hart tagged in. Powers with a backdrop. Powers runs hard into Roma's boot. Hart reverses an Irish whip. Powers comes back with a sunset flip. He gets a two count. Powers goes back to a wrist lock. Hart pushes off. Powers ducks a shot and comes back with a crossbody. He gets a two count. Powers comes back with a shoulder block. Hart hits a knee to Powers. Hart then hits a backbreaker on Powers. Neidhart tagged in. He hits some forearms on Powers. Neidhart with a throat thrust to knock Powers down. Referee Dave Hebner gets on Powers, allowing Hart to come in and attack Powers. Neidhart then runs Powers into Hart's boot. Neidhart gets Powers in a front face lock and tags Hart in. Neidhart then Irish whips Powers and Hart hits him with a shot to the back. Hart with a second rope elbow drop. Hart follows that up with a headbutt. He then chokes Powers for a three count. Neidhart tagged in. Hart holds Powers for Neidhart to hit. Neidhart then guillotines Powers on the top rope. Neidhart stomps Powers. Neidhart bites Powers on the forehead. Hart tagged back in. He hits Powers in the midsection. Hart with a shot to knock him down. Hart Irish whips Powers who comes back with a leapfrog. Roma tagged in. He cleans house on both members of the Hart Foundation. All four men in the ring. The young stallions run the Hart Foundation into each other. Double drop kick to Neidhart. Powers Irish whips Hart, and Roma hits Hart with a power slam. He gets a two count. 
but Neidhart breaks up the pin attempt. Referee Dave Hebner tries to get Powers out of the ring, allowing the Hart Foundation to hit the heart attack, and Hart pins Roma. Mean Gene interviews Hulk Hogan and Randy Savage. Gene says earlier in the night, they saw Macho Madness meet Hulkamania. Gene says two mega powers are meeting here tonight. Hogan says he's a little worried about locking up here because they might just blow the whole planet up. Hogan says everybody knows that Hulkamania is the strongest force in the universe. But when he hit that ring and he saw what the madness was all about, he realized there was a whole nother universe out there and the power of the madness and the mania just blew his 24 inch guns out. Savage says he's still in a state of shock right now. In fact, he doesn't think he's going to be coming down for a long period of time. Reckless abandon is what he used to be, but Elizabeth opened up his eyes to the big man right here. He endorsed Macho Madness and he gave Randy Savage direction with the Mega Powers. Savage says he feels the power right there and he and Hulk Hogan do their infamous handshake. Mean Gene asks him if he has been hit in the head and he says no, he is alright. In fact, he has never been better. Hulk Hogan says don't worry about the hit on the head. Just wonder where they're going next. Is it the stratosphere? The onosphere? With the madness and the mania as the guiding force, they could go ahead and take the whole WWF. They then have the world premiere of the pile driver video. Vince McMahon and Bobby Heenan recap what has happened that night before signing off from Hershey. Final thoughts. This was a fun show. Highly recommended to see the formation of the Mega Powers. You can follow me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at the Joey Harris. If you like the show, please leave a review on iTunes or Apple Podcasts. I would really appreciate it. Thank you for joining me this week. This is Joey saying so long from the heart of Virginia. The Cup of Joe Wrestling Show is a production of Baby Kangaroo Media. 